0: You're listening to the Something Podcast
1: Hey there, back again with us in the Something Podcast So in the last episode, we talked about sensitive biology with our C K U papa, Master Sissi. Uh,
0: It was a bit scary for me Hi, He's our papa <laughs> Joke Okay, so it was inspiring and it's an honor for us to interview him
1: Yes, we learned a lot, didn't we? Of course, so don't forget to listen, guys. Uh-huh. Um, in the today's episode, as you can see in the description, we invited our PI from IJSKU, and he's an ophthalmologist focusing on glaucoma. Yep,
0: so this year, our project is about glaucoma. And to ensure our project idea is feasible towards synthetic biology, we consulted with him.
1: Yes, with doctor here, we can convey correct information about glaucoma to the public. And even though he's very
0: busy, he still makes time for us. We are extremely grateful to him.
1: Yeah, I remember that after we voted for I Know as our final project, he even gave us a lecture about glaucoma. If I'm not wrong, it was before surgery. Wow, for real? Yeah, so you must be curious about him. Now, let's welcome RPI Dr. Hong Jia Hong.
0: Hello, Doctor. First of all, please introduce yourself and what is your expertise?
2: I am Hong Jia Hong from the Department of Ophthalmology of National Chenggong University Hospital. I specialize in retina diseases and glaucoma and also cataract disease.
1: Then, let's start the questions. First, what inspired you to be an ophthalmologist? Uh,
2: because I I found myself interested in the in the vision of human, so I wish to restore their vision, uh, and I choose this patient uh, for my life.
1: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you've done a lot of operation on many different cases. Then, what's the most I- interesting case?
2: Uh, I have managed some challenging cases. For example. Uh, for we ha- I have dealt with some dislocated lens combined with the retinal detachment, mm-hmm. and I have also encountered some severe injury during during work. For example, for some workers working in the foundry, the 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 metal rebound and just pierced into their eyeballs, and the metal incarcerated onto the retina and the the eyes became distorted and the lens dislocated. And uh, because the uh, the vehicle would be lost immediately, so we need to repair the eyeball emergently. Uh, so during the surgery, we, we will repair the eyeball with stitches, very, very thin stitches, and then we will take out the lens and we will put back the retina and make it flatten and then we will put silicone oil inside the eyeball to keep the retina at uh, at at the, at their space and then we have to implant an intraocular lens to re, to restore their vision and to also prevent the migration of the silicone oil mm-hmm. and i could still remember the the challenge, the exciting point the next day when i re, when we removed the eye shields and the patients uh, happily uh, yelled out that doctor i we i could see you again and wow. then i think this is the most rewarding moment mm-hmm. and such cases for for such cases i have done uh, several cases and I think most of them were doing very well, and this is one of the challenging cases for ophthalmologists. And in my early years, actually, I have performed some penetrating keratoplasty, uh, which is the cornea transplantation. Mm -hmm. And the cornea transplantation was also very challenging techniques, but this could really help the people to, to restore their vision. Then
0: usually after the surgery, do the patients stay in the hospital for a few days or they are allowed to go home directly?
2: For for some for most of the uh, ocular operations, the mo- most patients just go home. Oh. For example, for cataract surgery, the, the, the patients come to our hospital and receive the cataric for cataract surgery for about 10 minutes and then they, they can go home. But for the uh, emergent operation, uh, for emergent repair of the eyeball, and they will stay in the hospital to, to be observed closely because we, we fear that there might be infection. And for retinal detachment surgery and for glaucoma surgery, the patients normally stay in the hospital for a few days, but not very long.
1: Ah, I see. Um, what is your deepest impression throughout your doctor's journey and what do you aspire in the future?
2: Uh, actually, we are in a very exciting era for for because I am practicing in the medical centers. We have three main purposes to work in this hospital. The first is to service is service. So we need to to treat patients. And the second one is Research, so we need to we need to conduct uh, research regarding uh, regarding ophthalmology, and the third one is is education. So we need to teach medical students, and these three main goals are the uh, the motto uh, of our hospital. And in the future, for ophthalmology, I believe that this is an era of molecular medicine and. And the stem cells mm-hmm. so uh, actually for for retinal diseases uh, or some glaucoma uh, these diseases are caused by single gene or two genes and this could be corrected by the gene therapy and they are perfect mm-hmm. candidates so actually there are there are one type of retinal diseases and uh, which are approved by FDA, that can be treated with, with gene therapy. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the future, we, w- we need to screen more of the diseases if they are related to gene and so that we could conduct a personalized precision medicine treatment for these patients. But first, we need to to know which gene are dysfunctioning for for these patients mm-hmm. so that that is what we are going to going to do the research and we, we are going to develop these kind of protocols of how to find the genes out and how to uh, make the tailored med, tailored treatment for these patients
0: oh wow then before we reach out to you, have you ever heard of Igem
2: the real answer is no i <laughs> This year is the, the first time I, I, I have ever heard of iGEM.
1: Oh really? And how does it feel to be RPI?
2: This is a wonderful journey for me because as a physician and researchers, I am overwhelmed by a lot of clinical works, patients and research meetings. But because of you, I have finally have the opportunity to go back to my golden time when I was a student. Oh. And this really <laughs> reminds me a lot of dreams I I once had, but now I, I just don't have time to fulfill. And I will really want to join you, but not remind you what I have lost, but I want to just accompany all of you and then know how precious you are and how what this is the most precious time you have because you have the opportunity to to dream and to do something crazy. And this is a very wonderful moment for you and also for me.
0: And why do you agree to be our PI? Because you are already so busy with your job and we saw that your appointment is booked until next month.
2: I still remember the first time Eating and the three other guys come come <laughs> email me and come come to my department and to find me. I could still remember the sparkling stars oh. in their eyes. Oh. I I know what that means because each year we also had a inter. We have to interview the newcomers for for the uh, young doctors to join our department. I could tell what if they are if they are really interested in what they are doing or what they are saying but through Ealing and the three guys and (laughs) I could see those sparkling stars when they talked about their project and they are so confident about that and we I know that this project means a lot to them so at that time I decided to fully support you and then and at the first time I came to join your big meeting uh, at at the classroom. Not not at the big auditorium, but at the classroom I saw and I saw each of you f- argued with each other and a lot of chit chat and I and I know that yes, this is the really the, the group I need to support it.
1: Thank you so much, doctor. And actually, we discussed with other ophthalmologists about our project, I know. And honestly, she disagreed with our concept because she thinks that it is inappropriate to put bacteria inside the contact lens. Then she directly declines us with no further discussion. But when we first met you, you gave us a lot of positive feedback and you even considered about the biosafety. So what makes you want to support this project?
2: I think my colleagues, the ophthalmologists you have visited, she she is totally right, and I totally agree with her. But I for me, I think the most important thing is that this 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 idea should, is correct if you do it right. Every crazy idea sounds impossible in the beginning, but in the end, they could be real if you really know how to implement it. The rule may bend because of you. You don't need to actually obey those rules. If your idea is brilliant and it is correct, and the rule will bend for you. But if this, this means that I will support your idea because this sounds crazy, but this is possible to, to do. But if in the future, when your experiment still goes, goes on and we will need to rethink and to revise our, our device, our procedures, and our protocols to fulfill the most important thing, which is uh, the biosafety.
0: Mm. Okay, and next. I think most, uh, we think that most people assume that eye disease will only gradually occur when we are getting older. However, as technology advances, there are more younger people with eye disease. And as an ophthalmologist, is it true that there are more younger patients?
2: In Taiwan this truth reflects reflects the truth that we have a better medical environment for for the people because in the past um, not every people get uh, have the access to the medical service uh, to the hospital or to to the clinics but in Taiwan because we have a uh, national insurance this ensures each one of our people could get adequate medical service. So it, w- with this screening pro- project, we will find more and more diseases in their earlier stage. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this news could be a very hot topic for newspapers and for journalists, but this only reflects the truth that our, medical, our medicine uh, is improving so that we could find find those diseases when they are still very early. Mm, I
0: see. So does this apply to glaucoma?
2: Yes. Oh, yes, of course. Mm. For the, for the glaucoma this this truth is very obvious. I see many families and some many old uh elderly people who had blind eyes because of glaucoma and when they brought their sons or daughters to me and I could detect the moderate to early glaucomatous change in their eyes mm-hmm. so that I could uh, give them the correct medications to prevent them to, uh go on the same pathway of the just like their parents mm-hmm. and this really helps uh, these patients a lot
1: and talking about glaucoma We have introduced our project, I Know, in episode two. Yeah, so don't forget to check it out if you miss it. And in your opinion, what do you think is the biggest advantage of I Know?
2: The I Know is a counter lens that contains uh, uh, medical active agents or... uh, a very smart bacteria that could <laughs> sense the pressure change and at the same time produce a very good uh, material such as NO to reduce the intraocular pressure. And the the most the advantage of this soft counter lens is that it could potentially lower the intraocular pressure all the time and very timely, because nowadays when we are uh, using the Traditional eye drops to treat glaucoma. We applied it two times a day or three times a day. No matter these, these patients, the how these patients intraocular pressure changes throughout the day, because uh, most patients have fluctuating intraocular pressure. Yes. But if we have a smart intra uh, mm-hmm. smart contact soft contact lens with smart bacteria inside. <laughs> Yeah. we could we could overcome these ob- obstacles so that we might cure some of the glaucoma that we could not control using the nowadays treatment.
0: Then when we are doing the human practice event, we realized that the public doesn't really understand glaucoma or even heard of glaucoma. And as a doctor, do you also feel that? Because we saw your efforts to raise public awareness about the importance of eyes, like joining some interviews and publishing some articles.
2: Yes, I am also aware of this situation and mm-hmm. that th- that's why I I really appreciate your work when you are promoting the the knowledge of glaucoma in in a com- community and because uh, being a specialist in glaucoma I have received re- referral patients from many clinics and uh, they most of the patients, about half of them, have ever heard of glaucoma, but they didn't have the correct knowledge, and they would even believe in some traditional useless medicines or traditional useless eyeball exercise, <laughs> or they are even using the, the harmful equipment to push their eyeballs to, in, to reduce the intraocular pressure. That seems ridiculous to all of us, but these things do happen in in Taiwan. So I I think more and more work are needed to raise the awareness of the public.
0: So does this mean that all eye exercises in the internet are wrong and is unnecessary?
2: I, I think you can... You can view this fact in another point of view. Be- because if you remember to do the eye exercise, say about every 30 minutes of, say, every one hour, this just fulfills our recommendation that we should, we should let our eyes get rest after 20 to 30 minutes of near work. Mm-hmm. So if you r- perform this exercise every 20 to 30 m- minutes and you just let your are. I get some rest, so this will help. In cert- to certain of extent, but actually, not not any one of these eye exercise, especially found on the internet, are proved useful to prevent glaucoma.
0: And, uh, what is the most impressive moment as our PI?
2: Yeah, as I just said, I I enjoy attending your. Your regular meeting on Wednesday. I have a wonderful ex- experience to visiting the the lens company with you, and we 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 j- jump on the railway and travel very far, and <laughs> okay. and went to went to a village and 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 to see a company. The the, the, the experience are just very cool. But what I really enjoyed is to joining your regular regular meeting because. As I just said, it, this remind me of my, my my life when I was a student. Mm-hmm. And I could see that how, how I just wasted my time, as, as you just do talking with each other, fighting with each other. <laughs> but these are very, very good experience for, for you, too. Because you have a common goal, and you want to fulfill a very crazy idea. And these kind of discussions are inevitable.
1: Mm-hmm. Now one last question is there anything you want to say to a future ophthalmologist
2: I, I think if you want to find uh, your ambition your future in of op- ophthalmology and i I'm pretty sure that you, you 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 are eager to help patients to help people to restore their vision and I would encourage the ophthalmologist to stay up, up updated, especially those those uh, up, most updated therapies or treatments or surgical instruments, and because I I, I personally uh, see that how the ophthalmology has improved in just recent ten years. We we for the vitrectomy surgery we we improved from twenty gauge surgery to twenty seven gauge suturless surgery, and the, for the intraocular lens implantation we improved from a monofocal to multifocal with a, a spheric and those new technologies are improving each day and every day i i would encourage ophthalmologists to stay up update, updated
0: thank you for joining us doctor we hope you have a great time yeah thank you so much and that's all for today's episode see you next time Bye bye, bye. bye.